Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Adam's ready to flee. We've got Amanda, aka Hillary's lookalike, in town, and everyone in Genoa City is finally getting to see Hillary's ghost, and Victor's alive. Stay tuned for this week's Restless Rap. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey everybody, I'm Rachel Goodman here with another week of Restless Rap. Wow, it is getting crazy, uh, just like the lights, if you can see. So we have so many things to talk about. We've got so many amazing people in the chat, too. So I'm going to go ahead and give everybody a shout out. You are my co-hosts for today. So thank you for being here and for giving so many thoughts already. I am going to go down and hit on the highlights. But we've got Mary, Jerry Jacks, Nitra Daniels. Uh, we have Aaron, we have Hubby Joe, let's see, Dulamin is here, let me make sure I did not miss anyone, Susan Russo, India Hawkins, and we are already, there's so much going on in the chat about Adam, about the will, um, Mary says, um, this is about Phyllis, the original Phyllis is really not working for me, I miss Gina, I'm gonna have to agree completely, um, my problem is just that um, Michelle just doesn't seem to pl- like there's nothing against her acting her acting is phenomenal and I see I think it's just because I'm used to Gina and that was the person who played Phyllis when I started watching so I definitely understand where you're coming from and I just keep thinking how would Gina have played all of these pivotal moments that we're seeing uh, Mary also says the storyline with Kane inheriting the money really too weird and then this character look like Hillary. What is her end game? One last thing for Mary. And another thing, Nate should be saving lives, not walking around in a suit. Really? So, so a lot of thoughts there. And yeah, I, I completely get what you're saying, especially with the whole question with Hillary and her, and her end game. Um, it's hard to trust her. Obviously, Devon doesn't exactly trust her. Nobody really does. And um, so we had, this is probably a good place for us to get into everything with Devon. So we'll do that first. But just a couple more comments from the chat. Jerry Jacks, I heard from a reliable source that Adam will only be on four times next week, giving YNR viewers a much needed break. Um, Jerry Jack says, lookalike Hillary is actually a plant by Victor, which that makes sense to me. Um, it feels very, very similar to the situation with Mariah and Cassie. So I'm kind of thinking that's where they're going with this. Um, and then Jerry Jacks also says, Victor proclaims, I don't need, this is his prediction. So we'll just we'll read it now early. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of a funny prediction. Victor proclaims, I don't need Colleen's heart because I bought Iron Man's heart for Marvel. Yes, that is exactly the twist that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> so, and I hope that it happens. Uh, no, it probably won't, but we can hope. Um, Aaron, uh, we have Brittany Duran here. Aaron says... I used to hate Adam, but after he voiced his opinion being rejected, I loved him. 
And then we also have Adam saying, or sorry, Aaron saying Adam was put on the back burner the day he was born. And I love that we did get a lot of um, flashbacks to Adam as a child. It's nice that they have that footage and that we kind of got to, for anyone who didn't remember who wasn't watching then, it was nice to kind of remember what it was like for Adam as everything's happening with Connor. So... We will get to that next. But first, let's talk about Devon and Amanda and Elena. We had a lot of interesting scenes with them. Um, and we had, uh, we just, we really got to see Amanda, how she's going to fit into this world. Last week, we had only seen her with Devon. But this week, she started interacting, not really so much interacting, but being noticed by Nate, Mariah. Um, she showed up at the Phoenix and had a whole exchange with Elena and Devon. Um, but we kind of started off the week with Elena talking to Devon. Devon's obviously rattled. Devon is telling Elena that he's actually not rattled, though. So he was trying to play it off like nothing really was going to bother him. But we know. We know how deeply Devon felt for Hillary and how he probably will always feel for her. So the question, though, is I know everyone's saying that uh, Michelle Morgan is playing a new character with this, but I just really don't know. I, I, It's hard for me to wrap my head around thinking this is just some random character who just happens to look like Hillary. No, that does not seem plausible. And I just keep waiting for this reveal that there was some kind of memory loss situation or that I think Farrah mentioned last week that uh, there was, you know, some she's a twin or like she has to either be a twin or actually Hillary. That's what I'm going with. There's no way that somebody is going to look identical to someone else if it isn't those either of those two things. Um, Samuel Levon says, I'm just tired of it being the same thing with Adam. We know all this stuff already. And then Kenneth Clark, I'm just glad Michelle is back. I heard Lily is coming back for a few episodes. My popcorn is on deck. Well, yeah, we should all be getting our popcorn to uh, get ready for what's going to happen because I, um, this, okay, so Hillary, so, wow, Hillary, Amanda's Endgame, aka Hillary's lookalike. I just don't see it. I, I think that um, there was mention from Jerry Jack's um, that it was a setup from Victor. We all know that Victor has a lot of things up his sleeve, right, sleeves right now. Um, but I would say that it is somehow going to be Hillary or um, something set up from Victor and that it's um, a situation where she just – she is just kind of stuck. Like she keeps she keeps really flouting her degree and like how established she is but to me when somebody is that forward with how great and like how they were at the top of their class um it says to me that they are very defensive and that their things are not as as wonderful as this person is making it sound so um i i this the whole will thing in general is very sketchy and Amanda keeps saying, oh, I'm going to show you proof. Oh, I'm going to show you this. But then where is Chance? And where, like, where is all this concrete proof? It's Right now it's just talk from everybody. Um, and it's very confusing because as Devon was saying to Jill, that will sounded very much like Catherine. So there's no, like, it just doesn't sound, um, it just doesn't make sense that it would be 
um, that the will would have been tampered with unless somebody really knew how to write like Catherine. But it's been so long that this it just seems to have come out of nowhere. And I can't help but think that it is also somehow related to Adam, even though we really haven't gotten, we really haven't found that connection yet or like how it could be connected. It's just that Adam was the one talking about chance and how he, like it just, everybody didn't understand that because chance seems like such, um, chance does not seem like the type of person to be involved in the crime world with Adam. Now, I was not watching when Chance was part of the show. So, um, but from from the way that they're talking about Chance now, it just doesn't either. Either Chance, it, it could even be that somebody is kind of um, like pretending to be Chance. That would make sense to me. That sounds pretty soapy. So that could be the whole thing: is that there is you know an imposter and he's walking around saying he's Chance or twist adam is somehow pretending to be chance and we know that adam is very capable of manipulating a situation like that um we have samuel levon i don't like that wig on hillary slash amanda's head and <laughs> lots of like you know sad faces um jerry jacks lily back for money devon forced to cut her off interesting that would be um an interesting storyline there um and then Aaron saying, Amanda, that wig looks like Mrs. Peg- Mrs. Piggy's. Give it back to her right now. Um, and then Samuel thinks that maybe Nina wrote that fake will by Catherine. Um, and then one more comment here. Kenneth Clark, will John Driscoll be playing Chance again? I want to see my girl Nina, his mom. These are all very interesting questions. Um, we haven't gotten a lot of information about it yet, though, so it's hard to say. I feel like a lot of times Y&R, what they do is they kind of set it up and really, like, drag things out for a little bit. Um, They throw these hints and then we may or may not see a character. Um, But I think it's about time that we see Chance and really get to the bottom of what's going on here. Because we have, ever since Adam came back to Genoacity, he's kind of been, like, throwing Chance's name out there. So we know that something's going on, but uh, we're kind of just all here hanging at the edge of our seats waiting for something to actually happen okay so the last thing to kind of mention with devon is that we had um we had a lot of really nice scenes between him and elena it was elena's birthday so she had a party um but we got to see a little more drama not between devon and elena but with elena and amanda um, they had Amanda just kind of showed up and Elena got on her for not being more empathetic about the fact that all of the, that she looks like Hillary. And even if she has no idea that she should be more understanding, um, if even if she had had no idea that now that she does know, she should be more understanding what it might be like for people who did care about Hillary to see this person just show up at their door again. Um, and that was one thing I really noticed with Amanda is that one she does have her moments where she acts like Hillary she just kind of gives off the attitude um like when she gets really defensive it sounds just like her and I get it it's the same actress but I feel like there's too much of Hillary's personality coming out for this to not somehow be connected and um I also feel like watching Amanda in these scenes was frustrating because she didn't seem to care 
what was going on. And that almost makes me think even more that Amanda is up to something, that she has this idea in her head of she like she already knew. She had to have known like my my thought process is too, how Hillary is a pretty was a pretty well known person in the media. How would and, and Devon is pretty well known. So how would Amanda just show up without have Googling them? Not without have done without like doing her research. She if she had Googled Devon at all, she would have seen Hillary's picture somewhere. And so I I find it hard to believe that for somebody who claims she's at the, she was at the top of her class in law, that she would not have done a little more research and that she wouldn't have like stumbled across this before ever showing up in Genoa City. So I think that she is lying and I think that she knew before she showed up and that if she is working with chance or I'm going to put this in quotes chance if it's really not chance that she's working with this person who has already told her um, what's going on and has told her to mess with Devon and I think that they just knew that it would be because Hillary has because, not Hillary because Amanda has the same face as Hillary this person probably knew that if anyone was going to get under Devon's skin, it would be Amanda or maybe this really is Hillary. Um, and I'm going to keep saying that until we know for sure otherwise, because I am not convinced that this isn't the case. Um, Kimberly, Kimberly Howard, why should she be more understanding? Everyone is rude to her. And that is true when I get it. And I do feel for Amanda as a character, but also she... I, think she would have done her research and and once she did find out she should like I, I get that she'd be angry that people were treating her a certain way but she should also be a little more understanding herself uh jerry jacks should recast chance and have him referred to as no chance on the show interesting um todd beaton hillary is dead yeah i know we saw her die i'm just very hopeful here um, Samuel Levon, Amanda said she knows, or something like that. Sher- uh, Sherry Calvert, and I'm sorry if I say I'm saying your name wrong. Kane hasn't had a storyline in months, so I guess the writers thought giving him half the money would give him a storyline since Lily isn't there, which is interesting because if you notice at the beginning of the credits, Daniel Goddard is still there, um, the actor who plays Kane. So I found that uh, hubby Joe and I were watching, and we found that very interesting. That even though um, Kane, we haven't seen him in a while, and when we have, it's been very, very like you know slim with how much camera time he's getting. Uh, it's just interesting that they still have him on the credits in the beginning, which, yeah, obviously they want to give him something. So I agree with that. They just want to get him more involved. Um, Aaron Brody, maybe it's Chance in a plastic mask posing as Hillary. LOL. Well, we know with the JT storyline that Nick was going around with a mask. So we we know that it's not impossible that would be hilarious and um actually i hope that that's ha- that that happens and that it's a mask because we they've already done the storyline where a twin came on so i feel like if they're going to change it up yeah we've done we've done nick in a mask too but i'd rather it be somebody wearing a really like a, a realistic mask than this being somebody who literally is not related to hillary and just happens to look just like her um Aaron Brody Kane comes back on Monday. Good to know. Um, and then Kimberly Howard, don't really want to see Kane. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think my my issue with Kane is that 
when we kind of saw him last, we were still dealing with the Kane and Tracy storyline. And if he comes back, I want to see I want to see more of his interaction with Tracy, even if it never goes beyond a friendship. We had so much of that and then suddenly nothing. It just stopped, which I think is very um, it's disappointing because even as friends, I enjoyed watching their scenes together. So if he comes back, I want to see more Kane and Tracy, you know, like just together. Tracy's writing another book, you know, this time a real book or a uh, nonfiction, I should say, since all her books are real. Um, Todd Beaton Chance is not coming. Um, the show was trying to get the actor um, who's a big daytime guy, but he said no and he's not coming. Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, okay, so... We talked a lot about everything with Devon. We mentioned Kane a little bit. Um, we had some scenes with Mariah, who was really spooked to see Amanda, understandably. Um, and so she kind of, like, got a chance to grieve over Hillary again and just talk about how it, how much she cared about Hillary even when she didn't like her, which I found – I thought that was a really – uh, that was an interesting line and really showed the depth of how you can care about the people. You can care about someone even if they drive you crazy and even if they you might be rude to each other. They're still – it doesn't mean that you don't necessarily care. Um, so I just found that to be pretty interesting. And I love that we're still kind of talking about it even though Hillary has been gone for a bit of time now. Before we get to our next topic, I just wanted to make an announcement that has to do with all of our amazing fans. So thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV talk, but we could really use your support. So anytime you're on YouTube, um, we have, you could like and follow and subscribe to our channels, not just this one, but we have, we cover a lot of your favorite TV shows from sci-fi to drama. Uh, we've got reality TV. So anything that you could really think of, we've got it. And it really helps us every time you like a video or comment on it or subscribe to a channel. And we just, you know, really appreciate that you guys are doing that. And anytime that you do, let me know in the comments that you've subscribed or commented or liked. Um, I'll see the comments, obviously, but let me know that you've subscribed and I'll give you a shout out. So thank you guys again for being a really important part of AfterBuzz TV um, and for always showing up every week and talking to us. I love having this chat interaction. So thank you all again. Um, all right, with our time that we have left, let's talk about Victor's not-so-death death because he's not actually dead. And I'm going to jump all the way to the end of the week because last week, if you guys remember, on Restless Rap, I was mentioning that the comment that Summer made when she was looking at Victor's chessboard was, it was his move, too. Yes, it was Victor's move. And guess what? It is still Victor's move, even though most of Genoa City thinks that he's dead, um, save for a few people. It is his move. We don't know exactly what he's going to do yet. But um, as you can see, jumping to the very end of the week, we find Victor by the chess table or by the, ch by the chess board on the table, I should say. And Adam sees him and his cover has been blown. All right, so we just jumped to the very end because I just wanted to, like, say that I absolutely loved the way that they handled that. 
the way that um, I would imagine that the writers did this on purpose and that they when we were looking at it last week with Summer commenting on, you know, it being his move and just like I think that was a way of saying to the fans, hint, hint, he's alive. So, yeah, when we kind of see it kind of we see it come back full circle and it was just a really incredible moment to watch. Uh, let's check in with the chat here. Uh, Kenneth Clark, Rachel and AfterBuzz, you guys are amazing. Well, thank you, Kenneth. That means a lot. Um, it's awesome seeing comments like that, too. So thank you so much. And thank you for being here. Um, Todd Beaton, Jack is writing a book. Yeah, he's the one who wants to write the book, but he wants Tracy's help. Um, and we have DJ. It doesn't make sense that Catherine would leave Kane the bulk of her estate. It makes more sense that she would leave it to Devon. I agree with you. Absolutely. And I, I think that this is just kind of a way... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling this storyline so much with Kane. Well, with Kane possibly getting the estate, I'm not feeling it. But I, I think that maybe it was their way to not only bring give Kane a storyline, but also maybe they wanted to bring Chance back into it and bring Hillary back into it. Okay, fine, Amanda, not Hillary. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to call her Hillary for now. Um Aaron Brody, Catherine didn't even like Kane the last year before she died. Todd Beaton, Nick is annoying, does not remember what uh, he did to Victor last year. Yeah, so, okay, we're talking about Victor's not so much death, death. So, yeah, let's cover that scene for a second. When Nick goes to visit Adam and basically, and this is before, so Adam doesn't know about Victor being alive until the last scene. Um, so let's go, let's rewind here and go back to the beginning. But uh, at some point in the week, we had Nick going to visit Adam and basically saying, you know, my father had a heart unlike you. And as soon as Nick said that, I was like, wait a minute. I get that you and Victor solved your issues and that you're in a better place now. But that is not what Nick would have said a year ago. That is not what Nick would have said for the last, oh, I don't know, three years um, when, you know, Victor would even, <laughs> I'll never forget this, the time that Victor said to Nick, son, you are not my son. Like, he used son as a term of endearment and said you were not, he said that Nick was not his son in the same sentence. That is the level that they were on with each other to a point where they didn't even consider, um, they didn't even consider each other to be family anymore. And now Nick is saying, yes, well, Victor had a heart, unlike you, Adam. Um, and it just, that just go like, it goes to show, to me anyway, that in this, in soaps in general, things can change very, not quickly per se, but things can change so dramatically that one year, these two people who are family can't even talk and can't even be in the same room to, you know, a year later, the one character suddenly thinks that his father had a heart, but not his brother. I'm just thinking that it's the whole thing with Adam. Right now, it's great that we have this, like, anti that he's such a bad guy because we needed that bad person on the show but i just keep feeling like adam is going to eventually change and then be this good person but it might take a really long time i just don't know that uh i i don't know because we've seen him we've seen him as a bad guy so many times but it's i i don't i think he's eventually going to show us that he has a good side and that he isn't this bad person um Samuel LeVon, they change because of the writer's change. Yeah, I definitely understand that. 
Um, Samuel Levon, Victor is doing too much. He didn't have to go through all of this. I'm so over it. <laughs> Susan Russo, I would be pretty upset if I mourned Victor and found out others knew but not me. Yeah, let's talk about Summer. So we find out, like, we, we kind of slowly figured out who knew that he, Victor was dead and who didn't, does not know still. And one of the people, so Noah, who is not in Genoa, Genoa City, Noah, Nick's son, he knows we find out. And then Victoria admits that Reed knows because she couldn't do this to him again. Like after the first time when everything with, with Victor went down and Reed thought, yeah, just Victoria couldn't do this to Reed. So so her son knows, Nick's son knows, but Nick and everybody had agreed not to tell Summer. So Summer is really feeling this. Obviously, so is Kyle. They had a couple of scenes together about it. Um, but the whole thing is really sad with Summer seeing her mourn, and then we we're gonna we're gonna find out that I mean she's gonna find out Victor's alive. How angry do you think she is going to be? Because I I foresee her being really pissed off, and to a point where she might like push the Newmans away for a while just because yeah she yeah I mean I would be pissed off too. That is not something that you should lie to your family about. And I also don't understand what the end game was. Speaking of end games, we've we've been talking about what Amanda's end game is. Well, what was Victor's end game really? Um, was it like obviously it was to um, make it look like Adam had killed him to what get him arrested to show that he had been the one who tampered with his medication and that is not what happened and it did not go their way and so now not only is victor going to possibly get in trouble nate nate's career is on the line because he's the one who tampered with everything and made it look made it appear like victor was dead so nate is now jeopardizing his career i mean it makes sense nate usually um, over the last like year or so, we've seen Nate develop this partnership with Victor, especially after Victor got sick. Um, but it, so it makes sense, like from a character perspective, that Nate would do this. But his career is now on the line, um, and Victor, who knows what's going to happen to him for trying to fake his own death? Um, and then it didn't even go the way they planned. But on top of that, now Adam knows that he's not dead. So what is Victor going to do? Just try and, like, continue the charade and, and, you know, not tell people that he's alive? How is he going to just keep existing in his own home without people finding that out? Um, Kimberly Howard, Connor does not know. Yeah, so Connor was another one. But I feel like they didn't tell Connor because they didn't want Adam to know. Um, And so obviously if they told Connor, Connor has this special relationship with his father, or maybe I should say had, since uh, that seems to be over, uh, for now anyway. Aaron Brody Faith doesn't know either. Yeah, that's true. There are a lot of people, but um, I just feel like it's funny how they were they picked certain members to tell, but not other people. Um, uh, let's see. Kimberly Howard, that's what Summer gets. Victor hired a man to rape her mother over and over again. Summer was fine with that. Um, that's interesting. Uh, well, in, in a bad way. Uh, Samuel Levon, we need to make the show young and restless. There's no, there's not much drama going on except with Victor and Adam. I think that where we were headed, um, with, I mean, I do, I do like what they did with Victor. Uh, I think they could have dragged it out a little bit more. I also like what they were doing with Billy, though. Um, and we did see a little bit from that, but 
we sort of Billy's another person who knew that Victor was not actually dead, by the way, um, in case anybody was wondering. But uh, it, I feel like we could have done a little more with what he was going on emotionally and mentally. And we kind of got away from all of that. Um, and then we have I think that's the last comment for now. OK, so we had just everything going on um with Adam and Victor and Adam deciding he was going to leave and obviously goes to see that Victor is still alive. So that didn't really, we don't really know what Adam's going to do at this point. Um, We just know that his end game is still Newman Enterprises. So we are going to have to wait and see what Adam is going to, how this is going to change his course and whether he's going to still try to flee. Um, I don't think so though, but we'll get to that in predictions. And Let's go ahead. Other than, like, those were the two major storylines. We did have a couple of little things going on, but really tiny. I feel like this week, aside from those two major, like, you know, aside from those two major, like, storylines, we had some Chloe and Kevin. Um, We had some Lola and Kyle. Kyle, um, I feel like they're already pushing him toward summer because we could see that he was very, his mind had drifted because of Victor's passing and he could connect with Summer more than he could connect with Lola, uh, which is a really bad sign. But then we also had Lola connecting with Theo, which I thought was very crazy. Um, We'll get to that in the law moment because there was something kind of funny that happened. And then we also had um, everything going on. um, Just one other thing I wanted to mention with Summer and Theo. So we know that Theo is not the kind of guy who's really in a relationship, but he is with Summer. But uh, he tried, he tries to comfort Summer and he does it in a really crappy way and then basically just tries to sleep with her. But she stops it. And at the end of the day, she's like, hey, listen, can you just hold me and talk to me about this? And Theo, for the first time ever, seemed to kind of be changing a little bit. Was he that great at it? No. But this is a different Theo than the person we saw at the beginning of, you know, when he first made an appearance. So I feel like Theo's starting to change too, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be good for Summer. But this experience with Summer is kind of teaching him how to be in a relationship. And I think that's maybe the main goal here. Uh, Mary, Rachel, it was huge with Lola and Theo. Yeah, it was really... uh, uh, it was a pretty big scene there. Uh, Todd Beaton, when Kyle grows up, uh, Kyle's mom was married to Victor, more of a dad to Kyle than Jack was. And then let me just make sure there's no other comment here. Aaron Brody, Victor better stop playing dead before he actually does die. <laughs> yeah, because, well, that was the thing is when they first kind of revealed the storyline, there was an article that came out. That was like, oh, yeah, well, Victor and his many deaths. And apparently it's been over seven times where he's faked his death. Um, But I just found that uh, pretty interesting that they would try to do it again. Um, Okay, let's go ahead and get to our lol moment. (laughs) I had three things this week. I had Chloe stressing her name to the hotel receptionist because now she no longer has to be in hiding and she can actually use the name. But she literally just kept saying, Chloe Mitchell, what, yeah, do you want to know my name? It's Chloe 
Mitchell. And then when they were up in the hotel room and it was just her and Kevin, she literally decides she's going to order champagne, but she wants to order it under Chloe Mitchell because she wants to use her real name. So I just found that really funny that she was that excited about it. I mean, I guess I would be too if I wasn't allowed to use my real name and then suddenly everything was cleared. Um, The last thing I included was when we had that scene between Lola and Lola and Theo he she ends up accidentally cutting herself and Theo uh, he doesn't he kind of passes out and falls over and when Lola goes to like make sure he's okay she asks him if he's pregnant like as a joke but I thought it was the funniest thing and figured I would include it because it's definitely worth mentioning and definitely gave me a laugh um and some Samuel Levon. Why don't they bring back chemo? That's Jack's son too. Yes, chemo. Uh, okay, so let's get to our predictions. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. I don't think that Adam's going to flee, even though we were just told that he. We don't see him much next week. I don't think he's going to flee. I think he's going to stay. Um, I think that he's going to try to somehow get uh, Victor in trouble for doing this. I think that Victor's going to try to remain hidden and that literally he's going to go to his own funeral and just kind of hang out on the sidelines and watch. Uh, I don't think he's going to reveal this, but I think that Summer's going to find out from somebody. Too many people in the family know, and I think it's either going to slip or she's going to find Victor. I mean, he's hanging out in his house, in the den, or in the living room, whatever they want to call it. He's hanging out there. Anybody could just walk in, as we see from Adam walking in. Oh, and Adam could also tell Summer, too. Adam could tell everybody. But yeah, I think Summer's going to find out. She's going to be really pissed off. I think that the Will situation with Devon, I don't think that it's going to be I don't think that uh, I don't I think that Catherine's will was correct the first time and that Devon was supposed to get the money but I think that the end game as we've been talking about for introducing this plot line was literally to bring Michelle Morgan back and have her have her show up in this in this role um, of Amanda St. Clair um, I, I still think that it's going to end up either being Hillary or um, I, I really am leaning toward it being Hillary, but having her memory like messed with somehow. Um, and that maybe it's not even that her memory was messed with. Maybe it was so traumatic what happened to her um, that she just can't remember because she can't handle it and that somebody found her and was able to manipulate that. So uh, let me just check in with the chat and make sure there's no other comments or predictions Dulaman, the this is a funny prediction. The aliens will come and beam up Lola, Theo, and Phyllis and Chelsea. Yes, because we are going to watch an episode of Soap, which is if anyone's familiar with that, there actually was it was a uh, <laughs> there was a play on storylines about somebody a character getting abducted by aliens. Uh, Aaron Brody, Dulaman, LOL. And then one more comment here. Jerry Jacks would be a great reveal to have another body in Victor's coffin. Oh, wait, one more. Kenneth Clark, I would love to see a Summer and Thomas scene on Bold and the Beautiful. And she says, you look familiar. Um, Oh, 
Mary, Soap Opera Digest said she would come back as a new character, not Hillary. Okay, well, there we go then. <laughs> All my hope is dashed. But on that note, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. My name is Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter at Rachel Goodman or on Instagram at my on my author name at Rachel Radner Author. You can also find the Restless Rap uh, page on Facebook at Restless Rap. So if you would like to go over there and talk about YNR during the week, we are always there. We are always commenting and we will always I will always respond back to you. So have a wonderful week. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 